You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. Airline credit card rewards have helped grow America's travel and tourism industry. In 2022, 808,000 Americans visited Nevada, generating $1.1 billion for local economies, supporting more than 9,000 jobs. But now Congress is considering legislation that could eliminate credit card rewards and decimate the U.S. travel and tourism industry. Tell Congress to support travel and tourism jobs and oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card routing legislation. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com travel to take action. Paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Airline credit card rewards have helped grow America's travel and tourism industry. In 2022, 808,000 Americans visited Nevada, generating $1.1 billion for local economies, supporting more than 9,000 jobs. But now Congress is considering legislation that could eliminate credit card rewards and decimate the U.S. travel and tourism industry. Tell Congress to support travel and tourism jobs and oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card routing legislation. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com travel to take action. Paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Warning, the root, the root, the root's on fire. You're about to experience the most high-octane, pedal-to-the-metal controversial show of your life. Please buckle up and hold on tightly. This station is not responsible for injuries. This is Wayne Allen Root, raw and unfiltered, with America's favorite conservative rock star, direct from the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas. What time is it? It's time for war! Here's your host, 100% raw truth, 100% American-made, the warrior, Wayne Allen Root. All right, Wayne Allen Root, the root, the root, the root's on fire. My voice uh, is going to have to be kind of uh, held in check here today because... I hope it lasts. You know, I was screaming over the Trump rally on Saturday night here in Las Vegas. What a wild weekend. I started my weekend, and then I'll get to all the news, but I just want to tell you a few highlights because it really was a wild weekend. I really am blessed. I really am honored. And uh, God bless America and only in America. I started the weekend with my interview with President Donald J. Trump. I hope you heard it here on, uh, on radio, on USA Audio Network. Uh, or my flagship station, 670 AM in Las Vegas in particular. Uh, But if you didn't, I hope you watched it on my Real America's Voice TV show on Saturday morning. And if you didn't, go to rootforamerica.com, my website, root, R-O-O-T, for America.com. Right now, or an hour from now, or tonight, or whenever you want, anytime, 24 hours a day, go to Root for America, and at the top it says, Watch Wayne on TV. And it also says, uh, Listen to Wayne on the radio, and it says, Listen to Wayne's podcast. At the very top, and you click on any one of those, and and you can either listen live or go to prior shows. And in other words, you can look at my Real America's Voice show from Saturday. It's there. And you can watch my Trump interview, or you can listen to my podcast that has my Trump interview, or you can listen to prior shows on USA Audio that have my Trump interview from Friday. So that's how you do it, rootforamerica.com. But my weekend started with that Friday interview with Trump, and then on Saturday... Um, I, Trump requested a private meeting with me uh, when he was at a rally in Las Vegas. So I went to that rally, and, and uh, Real America's Voice Network asked me to cover the rally. And the rally turned into a Trump root event. It was really quite wild. First of all, the Secret Service came and got me and said, Trump is uh, 10 minutes out. Follow us. And I grabbed my wife, Cindy, and we followed the Secret Service agent to the very back of the uh, 
of the event center. It was Stoney's Country Rockin' in, uh, in Las Vegas at Town Square. And we went all the way to the back, and then there's a room in the back that's a green room for the stars to wait before they go out on stage. They asked us to wait in the green room. They said Trump will be here any minute. And, uh, and then when Trump arrived, the Secret Service came to get us. And uh, two Secret Service agents walked us towards the back door of Stoney's, and the door opens, and there's Donald Trump standing there. And uh, we're alone with Donald Trump. It was just great. It was a private meeting, and, and I won't tell you what we said, but it was a great meeting. And uh, I came with a request for President Trump, and he said, let's do it. Make it happen. And so it's something that's going to happen in the near future that's kind of exciting. And, uh, and I got a chance to talk to him a little bit about our interview and about some, some things going on in America and the world. And, uh, and then Trump goes out on stage. And he goes out on stage, and I'm covering the event in the back for Real America Voice. In other words, I'm not sitting in the front row. Cindy, my wife, is. But I'm in the back because I'm part of the media. Right? I'm not a VIP guest. I'm media. And the camera's on. And, and uh, before Trump's talking, I am introducing the crowd to what's happening on the ground. And, and what Trump is about to say, and I'm also talking to him about what my meeting was like, my private meeting with President Trump. I was letting them in on that little story. And, uh, and then Trump comes out on the stage. And guess what Trump says? Chris, play it. He loves Israel. He loves our country. He's uh, one of the most popular hosts uh, there are. The radio, he's got television, he's got everything. He's also got a beautiful wife. And they're both here today. Wayne Allen Root. Where is Wayne? Wayne, where are you? What a wonderful guy, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. And he's uh, always been on our side. Why well, he likes us because we like Israel, and we like a lot of the things that are happening uh, before we left. <laughs> After we left, uh, our country's going to hell. Going to hell. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Chris. Very funny. Thank you. Sir Wayne Alarud is here. So um, it was very nice. Very nice words from President Trump, and I will... I will save those words on my uh, on my website and on my online brochure and <clears throat> on my resume for the rest of my life. And I've got about I've got about twenty five of them, you know, because I've done thirteen interviews. It was my thirteenth interview with President Trump, but he's also announced me at quite a few rallies. <clears throat> at another one, he announced me maybe a year ago. He came to Vegas and he said, "In the audience is Wayne Alarud, a very popular TV and radio host." And, uh, and the guy who always gets me in trouble. Every time I'm on his show, I get in trouble. <laughs> I thought that was another funny introduction, but this one was even better. You know, the guy's got everything. He's got radio. He's got TV. He's got it all. He's got it all. He's got a beautiful wife. Trump likes my wife. And he should, because she's a beautiful girl. And Trump's like me. He appreciates beautiful women. So um, then... You know, I just kind of shut the camera off, right? We camera crew shut the camera off. And now it's time for the cameras to just follow Donald Trump. So, first of all, the viewers at home on Real America's Voice are watching. And Wayne Root is the guy on the ground. And the next thing you know, you know, they're hearing this introduction of Wayne Root by Trump. And my producer's in my ear going, I can't believe this. This is unbelievable. Did you hear what he just said about you? I said, yeah, I, I did. I think so. I think I heard it. And uh, so now, you know, he's talking, he's talking, and now he's in the middle of his speech. Trump's in the middle of his speech. And suddenly Trump stops in the middle of his speech. I don't have this one for you yet. Hopefully I'll have it tomorrow. But in the middle of Trump's speech, he goes, where's Wayne? Where's Wayne? And the whole crowd parts, and they all look at me, and they go, he's looking for you. And I thought, well, maybe there's another Wayne. How do we know it's me? He said, where's Wayne? Where's Wayne? Wayne Allen Root, where are you? This is something Wayne talks about all the time. Wayne, come on down. Wayne, where are you? Wayne, why aren't you in the front row? <laughs> this, is what, this is what Trump says. Why aren't you in the front row? 
So now I walk, the crowd is parted like the Red Sea, and I walk towards the front. But there's a limit because there's like, you know, 1,500, 2,000 people in the way. So a bunch of them parted because they knew I was behind them with the TV crew. But there was still 1,000 people in front of them. So I, I waved to Trump, and I said, I'm here. I'm in the back. I'm doing the TV coverage, man. And Trump like, okay, Wayne Allen Root, this guy is unbelievable. So it's just, you know, it's just amazing. And then in my ear, the producer's going, I can't believe this. The people at home are watching. It's turned into the Wayne Root event. And so it was, it was just really nice that, uh, that Trump is the 45th president of the United States of America, the greatest nation in the history of the world. And uh, everybody now knows what he thinks of Wayne Allyn Root. We're good friends. And he thinks the world of me, and I think the world of him. So great stuff. Great stuff. And, and one of these days, I'll let you know what I said to him. I had a request for him, and he said, yes, make it happen. Let's do it. And as soon as I'm able to arrange it, I will let all of you know. Uh, as soon as he said that, by the way, it was, it was him and me and Cindy and uh, about 15 Secret Service guys. And, uh, and then his two assistants. And his two assistants, who I will not name here. I don't want to ever uh, give any names away that shouldn't be given away. But uh, they both ran up to me and said, wait, what, what were you talking about with him? What did he agree to do? And I said, I'll tell you next week. I'll call you both. And they said, okay, we have to make it happen now. So I've got to call his assistants sometime this week and, uh, and put together my request that Trump agreed to. So great stuff. So look, there's, there's really three things in the news today. One is, is, of course, the war in Israel. And two is the Jew hatred, the likes of which I've never seen before. And I discussed that with Trump in my TV interview. And I discussed it with Trump in private as well. And the third thing is, is really just the open border. The open border is truly amazing, what's happening in the United States. You know, I mean, as much as I care about what happens in Israel, and I happen to be a Jew and a Jewish American and all that, and I'm very focused on what's happening in Israel, I'm very much behind Israel, but I've got to worry about the United States first, remember? That's why I'm MAGA, America first. So on a scale of 1 to 10, Israel's number 100 for me. It's important... But number one through 100 are America, 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 etc. And also being an American Jew and being sick in what I see going on in America as a Jew. And so that's in the news and the open borders are the reason those people are here. Democrats let them all in. Any Jew votes Democrat uh, is screwed up, man. You ought to have your head examined. And if you did in the past uh, and now you've changed your mind, then that's great. Welcome to our club. Welcome to Wayne's World. And I'm glad to have you and thrilled to have you on my team. But if you still vote Democrat after what you've seen, if you're so stupid and so brainwashed, if you're such a Stepford wife, just because your grandpa, uh, grandma Booby uh, voted for Democrats, voted for FDR, you know, 75 years ago, whatever the hell that was, <clears throat> 80 years ago, doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat today. Just because you've been brainwashed in an elite university by communist professors who've never made $5 in the real world, and have, uh, those communist professors are on the side of Hamas, and they think it's great that Jews were killed. And they, I guess they cheer if you got killed, too. Maybe you should start changing your mind. Maybe you might realize you learned from the wrong professors that they're communist scumbags. And by the way, it's a fact. Have you ever read the Koran? Uh, I haven't read it. I've read highlights of the Koran. But the Koran says if you do not convert, they kill you or they enslave you. And... Uh, just so you know, Muslims don't like communists either. So if Muslims ever try and take over in this country or in Europe, uh, they're not just going to kill 
Jews and Christians and conservatives and people at church. They're going to kill all the communists, too. And who are the communists? The communists are Jews as well. You know, not all Jews are communists, but I mean, there are some Jewish communists. And Muslims want to kill you for being a communist, and they'll want to kill you for being a Jew. So you got to really open your eyes what's going on. There's only one person that can protect Jews in America and in Israel, and that's President Donald J. Trump. And I'm going to write a column in the next 24 hours. Uh, I think it's time for him to hold a rally, a rally in, in uh, like New York Giants Stadium, the Meadowlands, or at Madison Square Garden, or in Central Park, a rally in support of Israel with all the Jews and all the New Yorkers who support Israel. Trump needs to lead that rally. He is the only man to keep Jews safe in the United States of America. What did I say on Newsmax TV? He's the king of the Jews. <laughs> I said in Israel they think of him as the king of the Jews. But it's time to think of him as the king of the Jews in America, too. I'm Wayne Alaroot. We'll be right back. The Root, The Root, The Root's on fire. <clears throat> Trump's favorite TV and radio host, Wayne Root here. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's true. Warbeef.com is the sponsor of this segment of the show. You all know what I think. I mean, I, if you heard the Trump interview, you know that Trump agrees with me. Trump said, if I'm not elected in 2024, and I don't mean I'm like Wayne Root. I mean, if I am not elected Donald Trump in 2024, America's finished. And I've been saying that for a long time. It's over. We are in a long, fast decline. I used to say a long, slow decline. Long, fast decline. It's happening in lightning speed. And the country's over if Trump doesn't win in 2024. So you know you need to survive. And you need to start thinking about survival food and stock up now. Because no matter how much you hope for the best and pray for the best and fight for the best, you got to prepare for the worst. And you know there's an attack on our food supply and our farm production facilities and our farms themselves and the supply chain is failing and the food prices are insane with inflation. By the way, I just saw an article that Halloween prices just keep doubling and doubling and doubling. It, it, since Biden became president, Halloween goes up every year dramatically. Now it's so expensive. Uh, worst of all, they're putting mRNA in our food, which could poison you and kill you. That's why I've teamed up with a veteran-owned America first company that sells high quality freeze dried beef with more than a decade shelf life. Premium Texas beef. There's a million survival food companies, but almost all of them sell beef crumbles. So when the day comes, you open up your, your box or your bag of survival food. It tastes like poison. <clears throat> that will not be fun as you drink from your toilet and you eat your poisonous survival food made out of beef crumbles. This is premium Texas beef. Only ribeye, New York strip, tenderloin, or original steak sirloin. And no mRNA jabs ever. They will never allow it. Only one ingredient, premium Texas beef, for survival food in case of emergency. They created a website with exclusive discounts just for my fans. Warbeef.com. You get a 15% discount when you say uh, when you type in War15 at checkout. Warbeef.com. Promo code War15 to get 15% off. Warbeef.com. So uh, one of the big stories of the weekend, uh, if you were watching, and if you weren't, you need to hear this, was in Russia, in a Muslim area of Russia, the capital of the majority Muslim southeastern region of Russia, 
What's the name of the capital? Let me see if I can pronounce this. Makhakala. Makhakala is the capital of the majority Muslim southeastern region of Russia. Appalling videos have emerged showing a large mob storming the airport as the Muslim men chant Alu Akbar while hunting for Jews to be arriving on a flight from Tel Aviv, Israel. I don't know if you saw that, but it is the scariest thing. It is Nazi Germany all over again. Uh, Here's another article uh, from the UK Daily Mail about it. Terror on flight WZ4728. How hate mob demanded passengers' passports as they hunted Jews when a plane from Tel Aviv landed at the airport in Russia's heavily Muslim region, sparking a horrifying standoff that that saw shots fired and dozens hurt. These are Muslims running around screaming, where are the Jews? Where are the Jews? Allah Akbar, we're going to kill the Jews. And if you thought that was bad, I keep telling you what's in this country. <clears throat> There's a uh, a podcaster by the name of uh, Hassan Piker, obviously Muslim, Hassan. And uh, he's very popular, evidently. He's 32 years old. And they say he has like 2 million people listening to his podcast. And he appeared as a guest on the H3 podcast, whatever the hell that is, um, talking about the uh, Israeli-Hamas situation. And he used to be with the Young Turks. He's the nephew of the guy who founded the Young Turks podcast. The Young Turks are very, very ultra-liberal, uh, liberal Democrats. And this guy, who's the nephew of the, ultra t- of the uh, Young Turks founder, who has his own popular podcast says he backs the Hamas's murder of Jewish babies because if they're Jewish babies, then they're Jewish settlers and they deserve to die. And he says the terror group has illegal grounds to slaughter infants if they're, in fact, part of the settlers. And they have a right to violently seize back their own homes from these settlers. All babies are legitimate targets. So I've tried to explain to all of you what's going on in this country. There are sick Muslims and sick Palestinians. I I by no means am putting down all Muslims. Because I'm sure somewhere in America there are some very nice Muslims who are on the side of the Jews, but not many. But let's just say the Muslims who are extremely violent and extremely hateful. You know, I, I have a message for you. You can have any opinion you want in America. What a great country. But if your opinion is that Jews should be killed, you need to leave. You need to go to Egypt, you need to go to Saudi Arabia, you need to go to Gaza, you need to go to Palestine, you need to go to hell. But you can't stay in America if you want to hate Jews. This is a Judeo-Christian nation. And all my buddies, especially my Italian buddies and my Italian mafia buddies, they're all going to protect the Jews. You're not getting anywhere with this. You better leave. Get the hell out of our country. We don't have room for your hate in our country. Wayne Allen Root, the Root, the Root, the Root's on fire. And of course, the Dallas Cowboys won Sunday, so all was well with the world. Stop. We'll see if your Detroit Lions can win tonight, Chris. We'll see about that. All is well with the world. The Cowboys uh, with a destruction. What a game. They destroyed the L.A. Rams, which really makes me happy because, of course, you know, L.A. is known for liberal Democrats and Dallas and Texas are known for conservative Republicans. So we kicked the Democrats' ass. I love it. I love it. We embarrassed Hollywood. It's great. 
stuffed it right up there wazoo. Great stuff. Uh, sponsor of this segment of the show is Risk On 360. <clears throat> you may know I've spoken all over the world on the topics of business and success. I speak all over America on the topics of politics. Just got booked today, by the way. In December, I'm going to Florida, Palm Beach, Florida, for a fundraiser for uh, Carrie Lake. I'm the MC of the event. So I speak all over the country and all over the world, and I'm in demand. And yet, this is one of the coolest events I've ever seen, and it's right here in Vegas. <clears throat> Discover the keys to elevate your business, explode your prosperity, and supercharge your life at the Risk On 360 event. Risk On 360 event in Las Vegas. It's the uh, Risk On 360 Global Success Conference, to be exact. The event stars Tucker Carlson, Charles Payne of Fox Business, yours truly, Wayne Alaroot, and many other famous business leaders and motivational speakers. So it's not a political event. Uh, join Todd Alt, who I met at the Trump rally on Saturday, by the way. Uh, I'd met him before, but this was uh, a very nice chance meeting at the Trump event. He's a big Trump guy. Join Todd Alt for two days of high-energy sessions focusing on business and finance, entrepreneurship, leadership, philanthropy, personal growth and development, and fitness and health. It takes place November 19th and 20th at the Ahern Hotel on Sahara, just west of the Strip. Headlined by the one and only Tucker Carlson. Register now at riskon 3 360.com. That's riskon360.com. Again, let me stress, how many times have you ever had a chance to meet Tucker Carlson or hear in person and see in person Tucker Carlson, uh, Charles Payne, and yours truly, Wayne Alaroot, and all these big business and motivational speakers, riskon360.com. And he's on the show tomorrow, Todd Walt, by the way. he uh, When I saw him, he said, I'll see you on Tuesday. And I said, you will? He said, yeah, I'm on your show. And I said, I never know my guests until five minutes before the show. I have no idea. Andrew Paul books them all, and I have no idea. So now we've got my guest, Steve Gorham, executive, and I just found out five minutes ago, executive director of the Climate Science Coalition of America, author of four books on uh, climate change and sustainable development. His new book is Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure, because you know how I feel about green energy and how I feel about climate change. It's climate bullspit. Uh, but Steve Gorham's with us. Steve, welcome to the Wayne Alaroot Show. How are you? Hey, Wayne. Great to join you. I'm doing well. Yes, sir. So, I mean, it, it, I always say if there is climate change, and I'm still unconvinced there is anything other than the fact that climate has always changed since the beginning of time. There's cooler periods and there's warmer periods, uh, but mankind does not have a lot to do with it. But if mankind does have a lot to do with it, then China will keep polluting the universe. And no matter what we do, we'll go broke, our economy will crash, and China will thrive and enslave us. So either way, there's nothing we can do about it that would not destroy our economy. What say you? Well, there's probably not much we could do about it that will really change the climate either. I've never met a person who didn't believe the climate changes. <laughs> the real right. question is what is causing it. But today the world is in the grip of what I call climatism, uh, the fear of man-made global warming. But uh, the facts show that overwhelmingly climate is dominated by natural factors, as you mentioned. By the way, climatism was in the title of my first two books, and we now have two presidential candidates using the term for the ideology of man-made warming. Both Mr. Trump and uh, Mr. Ramaswamy are using the term climatism, so I'm, I'm pleased about that. But uh, we're headed for a green breakdown, and uh, we have today about one-seventh of the world, the wealthy nations, uh, U.S., Canada, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, are marching down the road of trying to eliminate, change all the energy we use, which is coal, oil, and natural gas, to wind and solar and, and biofuels, and eliminate all carbon dioxide emissions by the year 2050. 
that is beyond reach out. That's uh, more than a wish and a prayer even. That's just not going to happen, and this is all going to break down. But unfortunately, citizens and states and governments are going to go through this for many, many years, and it's going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah, well, I mean, it is causing a lot of problems, but the problem is going to be we're all going to go broke. I mean, here's the thing, Steve, that no one wants to talk about. I know there's been lots of studies out that ask people what their priorities are, and usually uh, climate change, uh, green energy, et cetera, is last on their list. You know, they've got 20 priorities, green energy is last. Uh, but yeah. even if they were willing to go with climate change and say it exists and say it's man, man caused it, et cetera, et cetera, now you have to ask the next question. I don't think anyone ever asks in a poll. If you agree that climate change is a priority, are you willing to pay triple your electric bill and triple for the gas you put in your car? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to double your taxes? And if you are, what percent would that be? I'll bet it would be less than 10% of Americans. Yeah, so, who, right? And that's what's going to happen. You're going to triple your electric bill. That they're not willing to pay more in a dollar or two a month to uh, <laughs> uh, more to, uh, to try and stop what is warming. Uh, yeah, it, it really is crazy. But we're going to have we're going to have four big impacts. One is higher energy prices. We're already seeing that. Uh, your neighbor, California, passed up New England in the last three years. They now have twice the electricity price of any other neighbor western state. They're right behind Hawaii. Uh, we're going to have electricity blackouts. Uh, let me read you something from uh, uh, a Federal Energy Regulatory Commissioner, Mark Christie. He testified in front of the Senate in June, and he said, quote, I think we are headed for very dire consequences, potentially catastrophic consequences in the United States in terms of the reliability of our grid. And he went on to say that we're closing coal, natural gas, and in some case nuclear plants too fast, and those are the things that keep the lights on. And we're already seeing that in California. Uh, in Texas, in February 2021, we had uh, power out for 4.5 million people for 72 hours, and somewhere between 250 and 700 people died, and that's bigger than a, than a hurricane, uh, a big hurricane. So... Uh, and, and things are getting worse. The more wind and solar we put in, the more electricity blackouts we're going to have. The third big impact is less freedom, of course. Uh, they want to force everybody to drive an electric car and take away your gasoline car, and they want to force everybody to uh, use electric appliances, get rid of your gas stove and gas furnace. And the fourth big impact in the breakdown is transnational energy shocks. We've seen that in Europe in the last two years. Electricity prices are up by a factor of four. Natural gas is up by a factor of three. And uh, they're really hurting over there, all because of green policies. Well, you know, uh, very few people know this. I was talking about it in the early 2000s. And we're talking to Steve Gorham, by the way, executive director of the Climate Science Coalition of America. His new book is Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure. Steve, I've been talking about since the early 2000s that, that back in the early 2000s, or maybe it was even the late 1990s, uh, Spain decided to change their entire economy and rejigger and reconfigure everything to become the green energy and clean energy capital of Europe. And the result was, the entire Spain went bankrupt and all the buildings were vacant and uh, the unemployment rate was like 28%, 30%, unheard of numbers in America other than the Great Depression. Basically, a Great Depression was caused by trying to change their entire economy to be the green energy capital of Europe. Do you, are you aware of what happened in Spain? Yeah, they, uh, they put in these massive subsidies. They were paying people like six times the market price for electricity for to get electricity from wind and solar. And so everybody and his grandmother was putting up solar cells and wind, 
And it really didn't help their economy at all. It just drove energy prices through the roof. And wherever you put up wind and solar, you find that renewables are more costly. Despite what you see in the headlines, Europe's a perfect example. The nations that have put in the most wind and solar in Europe, namely Denmark and Germany, have the highest electricity prices. There you go. Uh, Denmark and Germany prices today are three times the United States price. And by the way, similar things happening in the U.S., if you look at the top 12 wind states, you find that uh, in eight of those 12 states, their prices are rising faster than the national average. Places like California, Kansas, Minnesota, Nebraska, Colorado all have rapidly rising electricity prices. They put in a lot of wind. So that's that's what we're headed for. The more of these uh, intermittent renewables we try and put in, the more and more people are going to pay for their power and their energy. So I'd like to uh, get your thoughts in the closing minutes here on the movement towards, um, you know, electric vehicles, EVs, and all the bans on gas stoves. Yeah, well, EVs, uh, uh, everybody's been pushing. Uh, President Biden wants us all to switch to EVs by 2035. Uh, Unfortunately, well, uh, what has happened is electric vehicles have now hit a big speed bump. Uh, Tesla has been cutting prices uh, inventories of EVs on dealer lots are up over 300%. Ford is losing sixty to $70,000 per electric vehicle sold. They're going to lose $4.5 billion this year. Uh, Ford and GM have said they're now going to delay new EV models. Uh, this is a little like the story of, of the company that uh, spent um, millions of dollars promoting a dog food and then found that the dogs would need it. Uh, we're past the early adopter phase, and now regular people, they're asking them to buy EVs, and people just don't want to put up with the, the charging and the cost of, a, of an EV and all that, all that sort of stuff. Uh, gas stoves are, uh, have not gotten to that uh, point, but we have a war going on in the U.S. with gas stoves right now. We have six states that have banned gas, new appliances, and construction. Uh, California, Oregon, Washington, Massachusetts, New York, and I think Maryland Crazy. We have 19 19 states, and they don't get any headlines, but they've passed laws saying if you're a city or a county, you can't uh, specify which energy source gets put into houses. So uh, there's a war going on uh, for gas stoves, and hopefully uh, the uh, sensible economics will win out here. Right, because gas stoves are much cheaper. I mean, I've cooked with gas most of my life, but for various times, yep. uh, I was had an electric stove in one apartment in New York City, and a couple times in a in a hotel, or you know that type of situation. Gas stoves suck. Very hard to cook with, and way too expensive. Makes no sense. Only, uh, I mean, electric stove sucks. What I meant to say, only gas stoves make sense economically, and also the food does not come out as good on electric stoves. Steve Gorham, executive director of the Climate Science. Coalition of America, many books, his newest, Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure. Grab a copy. Thank you, Steve. We'll be right back. Sponsor of this segment of the show is Score Blue. Score Blue. That's our newest sponsor, scoreblue.com, if you're looking for the best ED pill of all time. Listen to this. It's a new little blue pill for the makers of Viagra, and it's better than the original Viagra. I said better than the original Viagra. Plus, the cost is insanely low. Just uh, 
$5 per pill rather than the $80 or $90 they charge for the original Viagra. And it's available exclusively from our new sponsor, the number one rated online ED service in the country, scoreblue.com. No one else has permission to sell it, only scoreblue. So for the best Viagra in the world at the lowest price in history, go to scoreblue.com, enter promo code WAR at checkout and get 20% off your first order, scoreblue.com. You know, one of the things that's amazing to me, and I'll get back to some of the big stories today, uh, is that everything happening in Israel and everything happening with all the marches and protests and violent actions against Jews in America is pushing off the front page the story about Biden's corruption. There's now a story out. Not only two weeks ago did we find out that there was a $200,000 check given from uh, Joe Biden's brother to Joe Biden on the same day that the brother got a payment from, I believe it was China, uh, or some interest in China or in Ukraine that he promised to use his influence, Biden's influence, to get them, um, you know, money raised. And then they paid him 200000 and he gave the 200000 personally to Joe Biden on the same day while Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. Again, since Israel was attacked, that's off the front pages. Here's another one. Hunter Biden received $250,000 loan from a Chinese business associate in the middle of the 2020 election. And a Democrat donor and Hollywood lawyer later assumed the debt. This is crazy stuff that can't go on anywhere except a banana republic, and it's going on in America. So I think you understand what I'm trying to say. We are a banana republic. The presidency is is owned by China and by other interests around the world. This is incredible. And none of them have our best interests in mind. They all want to screw us over, and they want to destroy the American middle class and bankrupt American business. It's absolutely amazing. You can't even believe this stuff. Here's a bit of good news, though. Every once in a while, you got to mix in a little good news, thank God. Uh, Breaking news. A federal judge has issued an emergency restraining order against the Biden regime halting DHS, Department of Homeland Security, and CBP, which is the uh, Border Patrol, from dissembling, degrading, or tampering with the Texas wire barriers. So in other words, Texas put up barriers so illegals couldn't get into the country, in this case, into Texas. And uh, the federal government comes along and says, we won't let you put those wires up. We're going to cut them and take them down. They want everybody to come in. I I, I don't understand. Why is no one calling this treason? Why is no one saying this is treason against the United States of America? What else would you call it exactly? Because I would say it's absolutely positively proof that the Mexican drug cartel owns our presidency. Just like I know China owns our presidency. The Mexican drug cartel owns the Democrat Party. And all the Democrat politicians and the entire Biden administration, they're all getting a piece of the action as millions stream across the border. Who would ever believe our own government would cut the wire that Texas puts across the border to try and restrain people because the U.S. government won't? So Texas tries to do it themselves, and the government cuts the wire. And a judge says, you can't do that anymore. Thank God. I mean, that's an incredible news story. An incredible news story. All right? And so I interrupted the Jew hatred to get back to that. Now let's get back to the Jew hatred. Uh, Again, because I never believed it could happen in our country. Never. And it's happening. And it's incredible how much it's happening, how fast it's happening. 
and how vicious it is. Cornell University, police are on the scene after Jewish students are violently threatened. Same thing happened in New York City, the uh, Cooper Student Union. Uh, 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 and by the way, this should surprise... Oh, here's another one. Yale Campus Newspaper censors a pro-Israel writer's column on Hamas beheading men and raping women. You're not allowed to write that. Why? Because it's too true? And Columbia students, Columbia University, Jewish students, slam the university's inaction against anti-Semitism, saying we don't feel safe. And I could see why, because there's a report today, a headline at the uh, at the uh, New York Post, about the fact that there are literally... A hundred professors at Columbia University that have signed the letter saying that it's just fine and do not ever, we're not going to allow you to punish the students who uh, are having pro Hamas demonstrations. I mean, you can't even believe this stuff. You can't even believe it's possible. Columbia is my alma mater and, and they have just destroyed my degree. My degree is worthless. I'm going to burn it on my national TV show. My Columbia degree, I'm going to burn it on national TV. I'm going to rip it up and set it on fire in a wastebasket on national TV. It is now worthless. Ivy League degrees are worthless, not just Columbia. Harvard, Princeton, Yale, they're all the same. Penn, they all hate Jews because they've let in liberal students, communist students, radical students, and mostly Muslim and Palestinian students are the problem, mostly, who hate Jews and they're afraid to offend them on campus. But guess who gives them all their money? (laughs) I mean all their money successful Jewish alumni on Wall Street and Hollywood and social media. Give them all their money. So it's time to cut them off at the knees and just bankrupt these universities and cut off all government funding.